Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this nudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Dotty. She like to party off Molly Bacardi, let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby. She style. She said, Fody Water. Well, you about to be. I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 220. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, I am taking time away from my vacation to bring you some content just because I love y'all so much. Uh, Kiernan is in the thick of working this week. So, Kiernan, how's work going? Uh, provided this one of my coworkers wasn't up my ass all the time, it'd be a lot easier. It's a shit show, I'll well, that much. Well, at least we're only a few days away from college football, but you know who's not going to work this weekend? Who? Clay Helton over at USC. (laughs) Uh, The AD announced they wanted a leadership change. They have given resources and funding to Clay Helton to build a winner at USC, and they just – he just hasn't done it. So I I was listening to our Pac-12 preview to see if one of us called this. Rattlesnake called it. He said Clay oh, Helton was on the hot did. seat. Of course he did. Well, and in I'll, fairness, in in fairness to to USC and our picks, we did not expect a week two slash end of week two departure. You know, just like that, we were expecting you know middle of the season, maybe at the end of the season if, if goods aren't produced. But damn, two games in and poof, gone. Yeah, I mean, Rattlesnake predicted if he didn't win the Pac-12 South, he was fired. But I don't think anyone predicted a 14-point loss to an 0-1 Stanford team when you were ranked going into that game. Right, right. I mean, that's that might as well drop them straight out of the rankings. And I don't, I don't know if you watched that game, but I watched. I was able to watch the uh, highlights of it, and I have to say, Stanford looked. Not bad, you know, despite their week one loss, they, they, they put in a solid performance. And maybe yeah, it's just terrible USC did them, but I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's also, it's a rivalry game. So a team could be 0-4 and, 
nine going into a rivalry rivalry game and play their best football of the year. So, uh, but that leads to the question: Who will be USC's head coach next year? Oh, Jesus! I haven't a clue. I don't even know uh, who, so, who's, who's even available, apart from the interim head coach that they're uh, their interim head coach now. So everyone, we ran a poll. Everyone's sleeping on Dante Williams, their interim head coach. He was their defensive coordinator and associate head coach. Uh, Ed Orgeron started two jobs as an interim. Mm. He was USC's interim at one point. And then when he started his LSU tenure, he was actually the interim head coach after they fired Les Miles. So don't sleep on Dante Williams. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, the offense coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, is also rumored to be a contender for that job. And I was talking to Jared from the Corner Booth podcast today. He said he wouldn't be surprised if the enemy just stays in Kansas City and takes over for Ed Reed when he retires. Uh, I, I think that makes the most sense for him. Uh, yeah, it'd but, be a bit of a stretch to go to USC. Yeah, 100%. And I think Urban Meyer is the front runner. Interesting. Yeah, you know, a, a semi you get a semi-failed career as a or secondary attempt at a failed career in the NFL, hop over back into college. It's like nobody missed you. <laughs> and I mean, apparently players and coaches already don't like Urban Meyer because he never lost more than five games in a season. His worst season was eight and five. And when his players don't execute, apparently in Jacksonville, he loses it. And these are grown men who like, you can't yell at them like that. And coaches are hating them too. He said he there's no way he's taking the USC job and he's trying to build something in Jacksonville. And someone else pointed out that's exactly what Nick Saban said when he was with the Dolphins. <laughs> so I do think Urban Meyer might be a one and done. He might be another coach who just couldn't cut it in the NFL. Yeah. And the difference yeah. is uh, he had Trevor Lawrence and Nick Saban had, I think, the ghost of Jason Campbell. <laughs> or Dante Culpepper. He had the ghost of Dante Culpepper in 2006. Jeez, that was forever ago. Now I think about it. Yeah, but so I think any some replies. Uh, JD, also from the corner booth, said Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati. Uh, I don't hate it, but I do think with joining the Big 12, I think it's a little easier for Luke Fickle to talk himself into staying in Cincinnati. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, he's already, I, I mean, they're flying again this year, or, or, you know, at least from my perspective, they're flying. So I, I would see no reason to jump ship and go to USC again, joining the big 12. That's big news. I mean, I think it's still four, four or five years down the line or whatever, you know, to get all the, I saw 2023. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like was the, when some of those Texas. teams were going to join. Now. Yeah, I thought it was going to yeah, be now, the Texas I don't know. thing and then bring in some more. But I don't know if I, they'll I, stagger them. Like Cincinnati can join in 2023 and like Houston can join then and then UCF and BYU will join. Well, BYU can join instantly because they're independent. Ah, okay. Because BYU is the fourth team, right? Yeah, yeah. BYU is the fourth team. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was it sounded wrong for some reason. But so BYU, if they really wanted to, could join in 2022. Right. Well, e either way, you know, there's no point in, in Luke Fickle jumping ship 
after after you know a fire a hell of a start this year uh and you know to, to go to a fledgling i don't want to say fledgling but you know uh messed up usc right now so you know, stay where you are luke fickle don't move i i don't think that yeah would be and then uh the sports stove podcast said matt campbell i don't hate it i think he'll probably stay put at iowa state if they continue kind of winning. I know they lost to Iowa last week, but if they can build something in there, the Big 12 push for the Big 12 championship and beat Oklahoma, Texas this year, I can see him staying. But if this season kind of goes haywire in the next couple of weeks, I can see him jumping ship to USC. That Yeah, that's a more – I would say that's a more realistic coaching change uh, than than Luke Bickle. So. Yeah, and then but, our, our final guest uh, – Go go boots, gay Jesus at Smiggy Kayak said me for sure. Me <laughs> meaning herself. She was not talking about me. <laughs> so I, I have uh, I have to ask the question, Kevin. I actually have no idea who that is. Do, do you know or like is that some one of your friends? Because I I keep I'm, fr- seeing, I'm like, friends with them. Okay, I I was super confused. I'm seeing all these like liked tweets and you know replies or whatever. And I'm just like, what the fuck. <laughs> No, they are a good friend and one of our most fervent supporters. So, yes, I have seen that. We we appreciate her. Thank you, them. thank you very much. <laughs> so, is there anyone else that you think could take this job, though? Uh, not really. I, I I mean, I can't unless I I'd have to say unless like you know some some other either group of five no no i'd have to say a power five team if, if another power five coach gets fired this year which there inevitably will be i'd say i'd say i might consider it based on who it is you know maybe it's ed orgeron at lsu but i don't think he'd go back um if you know i don't i don't really have a candidate in mind uh, apart from the ones you already mentioned i i, I don't think ed orgeron will go there i think if Ed Orgeron is fired by LSU, he's going to have to do a um, Rick Patino thing where he's going to have to go to some – he's still D1, but some not good D1 program, some really bad group of five program. Because right. if he gets fired, it'll be for poor performance and also LSU football being a zoo. Yeah. And even then, I think if he's fired, he's going to be like our Bryles, just never coach again. Yeah. So James Franklin's been brought up. I don't see that happening. No. And it's not a knock on James Franklin. Like uh, th- the teams look good, so I don't think he's going to get fired. And right, right, right. So um, I could also see something weird happening. Like oh, I who I had one really like, weird. Is there, like is Gus Malzahn. Oh, goes well, off maybe. at UCF and uses that kind of like Scott Frosted. He was at UCF for two years, then goes to a Power Five school. I can see Gus doing that. That's fair. I didn't. I, I kind of forgot about him. Actually, jeez, must have dropped off the face of the earth. Nah. Well, he is in Orlando, so yeah, basically the end of it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but can we that's talk it. about really quickly? Really, really quickly, yeah. can we talk about the fact that the the Pac-12 has had some significant wins 
you know, in the first two weeks. You got uh, UCLA over LSU and then Oregon beating up on Ohio State. That was fucking incredible. That was incredible. And did you see at the end of it where they left a little duck or one of the players or something left a little rubber duck? I thought that was that, yeah. I, har- harping back to the uh, Baker Mayfield's OU slamming the flag down to his. That was funny as hell. That was great. I I was happy to see it. That those last like fifteen minutes to twenty minutes must have been caused so many heart attacks in Oregon and Ohio State, but because it felt like Ohio State was about to score at any moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, Oregon. I, but Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner you wouldn't expect it you wouldn't expect it it's like we i mean uh you had mentioned it before before we started recording is that like we did terrible on our picks last week and this was like one of the main picks this was like i think our game of the week or whatever uh where we botched we seriously botched that pick because we're thinking like oh ohio state you know at home you're crazy to pick oregon and then boom you know complete ups yeah, I mean, that's an upset. I would classify that as an upset. You know, a Pac-12 team yeah, was beaten up on Ohio State? Hell yeah. I mean, Ohio State was 14.5-point favorites. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a that's, pretty big upset. And now Oregon's the number three team in the country. Damn right. Or number four, sorry. So, but my reaction to that game was the box score does C.J. Stroud a lot of favors. Because if you just look at his stat line, he had a pretty good game. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. But because he threw for 400 yards, I think. Four, 35 for 54, 484 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. But the throws he missed came at horrible times and were not well. They were badly thrown balls. Yeah. So, and I think he will be a good quarterback. At some point by his junior year, maybe by a sophomore year, he'll figure it out, but it won't be at Ohio State. Oh, you think he's going to transfer? Yeah, they have the number one quarterback in the 2021 class now because he, recla- he reclassified. It's That's coming true. in. He's going to start next year. That Everest kid. Yeah, Quinn Ewers. If, oh, Ewers, yeah. yeah. I, I want to know what his beef is with C.J. Stroud to reclassify. Because <laughs> you would have figured, you know, Stroud would have had one year to get in there, solidify himself as a starter, then go in. Year two, Ewers is on the bench. And then year three, if Ewers is great, transfer. Have two years of good work. Now he's Ewers breathing down his neck every week. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. But... I, it was a good game, though. It was fun. I I, but, I have to say, I wasn't actually watching the game as I was tailgating for Penn State, uh, but but I did check my phone for you know highlights and updates and things like that. So I, I 
I couldn't see the whole game, but you know, what I guess I guess my question is how was uh you know, despite the scoreline, how was how was the defenses on either side? Like did you see pressure from you know, the Oregon uh front four or you know, did they do anything special, you think? Uh the Oregon front four was putting pressure on CJ Stroud. It was nice to see uh, that. I think it's a big part of the reason why they won because down the stretch they were putting more and more pressure on. Right, and that's that's always been uh, Ohio State's strong suit is that their offensive line has has historically, at least in the past decade or two, been really strong. I mean, I remember watching uh, games like even la- even as uh, early as last year, where you know. Wisconsin's defense, Penn State's defense, Michigan's defense didn't matter. They could not get to the QB. And it, it was it was like a brick wall. And and I, you know, now that I don't want to say it's faltering, but Oregon definitely showed its weaknesses. Yeah, no, the their offensive line is looking a lot worse now. They did. Uh, so I'm not you guys go to the draft, didn't they? Yes, they had a lot of guys go to the draft, and so I, I'm not sure if it's something that can be fixed this year. I don't know if it, coaching will help them at this point. They just lost so much talent, which is comes back to my thing about Ryan Day and being a pretty green recruiter that I've been saying for the past couple of years, because this is his first all-Ryan Day-built team, except for a couple of like fifth-year guys. Yeah, a couple of stragglers. So... In year one of the Ryan Day team, they lose to Oregon at home. I don't want to say Ryan Day is in the hot seat, but I don't want to say that Ryan Day is long for Columbus. Yeah. But you mentioned it. We are we did not do well last week <laughs> in our picks. So let's go through them. Uh, Oregon versus Ohio State, we both picked Ohio State to cover. We were wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> Iowa versus Iowa State. But we both said we would be happy if we were wrong. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So did we get a caveat there? Um, No, we were still wrong. <laughs> we can be happy about it, but we were still wrong. Fine. Um, fine. Iowa State, Iowa. Kieran, you had Iowa. Damn right. I had Iowa State. You were right. I was wrong. Fuck you. Washington versus Michigan. Michigan was minus seven. Kiernan had Michigan covering and the over. I had Michigan winning, Washington covering and the over. Michigan covered, but the under hit. The over under was 48.5 and it was 40, it was 31.10. That was bad. So, (laughs) yeah. Couldn't get like another touchdown or field goal at some point. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Harbaugh, just put in your fourth string guys to let the over hit. Uh, and then Air Force versus Navy. Air Force minus five and a half. Kiernan, you took Navy and the under. I took Air Force to cover and the under. Kiernan, you were wrong, but the under did hit, and I was right on both accounts. You are two, pretty much two and two. I'm two and two. Not bad. So, Not bad. so uh, before we get into our picks for this week, we're going to talk about the AP Top 25 poll. So before we did 25 to 1, 
Last week did 1 to 25. Now we're going to go 12 to 25 and then 11 to – no, we're just going to go 1 to 25. <laughs> that, that just makes the most sense. All right. Yeah. Kenny, can you guess who the number one team of the country is? Uh, oh, geez. You know, this is, this is really tough, you know. There's so many good teams out there. But I, I, think, I think Alabama squeaked by in this one. <laughs> it's actually the Miami Hurricanes. <gasps> Gasp. No. no, it is Alabama. Uh, they did not look great against Mercer for an S. Can I complain about something real quick before we keep going on this, by the way? Okay, go on. All the time you hear Alabama doesn't play anyone. Alabama plays FCS schools, schools, group of five schools. They have one FCS team on their schedule this year. It's Mercer. According to Justin Lee over at the deputy editor at the Opelika Auburn News, Alabama is now playing the wrong FCS teams. The, the wrong or raw? The wrong ones. What does that because mean? Because Auburn schedules Alabama FCS teams. Alabama schedules teams from Macon, Georgia. I guess. So Alabama can't win because let's say they put an ex- another FCS game on their schedule. People go, oh, they play too many FCS teams. So Alabama can't win. Also, I was called ignorant for pointing that out. As you should be, Kevin. As you should be. <laughs> like I said, they yeah, they played a power top 15 power five team last week. Someone replied, sweet lord, bully for them, don't show your ignorance. And I asked, how is that ignorant? Ignorant. Uh, did not answer. Yeah, because they didn't have Remember, people, can... Twitter is a cesspool. All right. <laughs> number two, Georgia. Uh, number three is Oklahoma. And number four is Oregon. And five is Iowa. Oklahoma's too high after almost losing to Tulane. Yes, agreed. They should not be the number. Because they were four last week and they moved up one. Fine. But they should not have been four last week. That Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Uh. Oregon at four, I have no issue with that. I think they should be three after Oklahoma and Iowa should be four, but uh, no real issues there. Uh, Then six through 10, Clemson, A&M, Cincinnati, Ohio State, and Penn State. Clemson should – Clemson staying at six is fine. And I actually don't have an issue with six through 10, honestly. I, I have a slight issue with, with Texas A&M because they, uh, they played Colorado and beat them by three. They beat them by a field goal. They did move down. No, I understand that, but it, I don't think that's enough. If you, You're beating – what are they? Are they technically Pac-12 or are they group of five Colorado? I, I can They're Pac-12. They're, They're Pac-12. Pac-12. Like you, you beat a Pac-12 school by kicking a field goal in the second quarter and one touchdown at the end. You're an SEC team. You're number, I don't know what they were last week. What were they? Uh, five. Five last week. Or five last week. Yeah. That, that's, that's just not good enough. I, I think they should be lower. I, I'm still a firm believer that I don't think you should move down that much after a win against another Power 5 opponent. That's fair, but I mean, what the fuck has Colorado got going for it? Like we, what? like, <laughs> okay, all right. I maybe all the correct. no, they were no, playing. I in the yeah, where well, were they playing? 
Because we're going to figure Gap, this Colorado. one Oh, yeah. So all the players were high. That's oh, okay. they, that makes sense then. The, all right. the yeah, AP committee I, team I, was like, they're probably all high. I, I, I retract my statement. Because <laughs> if they did it in Texas, it'd be a felony. So they're like, well, we might as well join here. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, number 11, Florida. Number 12, Notre Dame. 13, Usula. 14, Iowa State. And 15, Virginia Tech. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Uh, no real issues? Yeah, no, I'm okay with all those. Iowa State's dead to me, but. Yeah, <laughs> I was texting Kevin Jerry McGame when I said, oh, this must hurt. And it was very funny because he was, he was gut-wrenching loss. Gut-wrenching loss, yeah, that was. They're dead to me, but they lost to a now top-five team, so it's fine. Don't yeah, move so it out too much. Yeah, it's almost, it almost uh, makes up for it. Uh, oh, I, I actually, I, I have issue with this. Which I have a which big one? issue with this. Notre Dame, you beat okay. Toledo by three, and you are still a top 15. You're not a top 15 team in the country. Yeah, that's fair. They dropped four, but they're not a top 15 team in the country, so I think it's ridiculous. that That's one of the reasons I don't like early season polls, because if people think you're going to be good, you get the benefit of the doubt. Right. So. That's why I like how the college football playoff puts out their first poll, like week three. Gets a better grasp on on who's who's really... Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, But that's it. So 16, the Coastal Carolina champ clears. 17, the Ole Miss Landsharks. 18, Wisco. 19, Arizona State. And number 20, Arkansas, moving up the list. Yeah, they had a big win against uh, who were they playing last week? I'm forgetting now. Texas. Uh, Texas, yeah, forty to twenty-one. I mean, damn, that was that was a fun. Did you watch? Were you able to watch that game? Because that was a lot. I, of fun. I watched. I saw bits and pieces of it. I was following it on my phone too. But I I feel like Texas is like Ralph Wiggum in the back of the bus. <laughs> I'm in danger after joining <laughs> the SEC and then getting yeah. smacked around. By Arkansas. Yeah, argue, not well for the last few years has not been that great. But I mean that was a that was a beatdown by Arkansas. Their their defense was all over Texas. It was great. Yeah, that was hang on a second. 
talking. Second. Um, and then number 21, North Carolina. Number 22, Auburn. 23, BYU. 24, Miami. And 25, Michigan. Uh, why is Auburn in the top 25? Yeah, they've beaten what two crap schools Akron, <laughs> they beat at Alabama a, State. Yeah, a, like a one in five MAC team from last year and an FCS team. Yeah, that's, but the right FCS team. Yes, because you know, <laughs> you have to, ha it has to be from you know, your own state or whatever. Whatever the fuck that yeah, guy's talking about. That's bullshit. Yeah, it, it's such a stupid thing to... Um, Auburn's so, blowing out these teams and getting up to 24, 22, or whatever it is. That's that's BS. Like, yeah, you know, any you know any Power 5 team could do that. You know, get some real... Who, who are they playing? Oh, they're fucking playing us next week. Duh. But... Yeah. That's going to be a real fucking show. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know Bo Nix's stat line versus Alabama State? Yeah. What was it? Nine for 17 for 108 yards in two touchdowns <laughs> against so Alabama they, State. So what, what did they run? Do, what do they just do? Run the ball the whole time? Like, was. Like, did they? I didn't watch the game. Like, obviously, because I didn't give a crap about it. So, what was, what was it like all defense or what? I. They had three rushing touchdowns, the two Bo Nix passing touchdowns, and then TJ Finley came in and threw a touchdown. But why is their quarterback not better? Yeah. Four. The guy who's figured it all out, who's having fun, who's the dark horse for a Heisman. Why is he not doing better against Alabama State? Yeah, it, that's ridiculous. I mean, unless he just didn't care and was, like, just phoning it in. Just like he doesn't care about his kids? Yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, fair. Okay, makes sense. Uh, others there receiving votes. Seeing if there's any shockers here. Oh, Army. Pat from the Quarter View Podcast we thrilled army got a vote to be in the top Woo! 25 let's go army one vote we're on they're on their way up hey look out they're gonna march to the college football playoffs just like they marched into germany army football all the way baby yeah. all right Woo. this week's games Kenny, should i go left to right or right to left on the spreadsheet um Go left to uh, go right to left. Go right to left. Right to left. All right. Number sixteen, Coastal Carolina versus the University of Buffalo. We can't call it our rattlesnake pick anymore because rattlesnake's now a Big Twelve guy. Coastal is two and zero, one zero and one against the spread, with Buffalo being one and one and one and one against the spread. It is in Buffalo. Coastal is a minus fourteen. And 57.5 is the over. Uh, Kiernan, who, who you got in this game? Uh, Coastal, covering, and the over. Coastal has looked stupid good this year for 
whatever i don't know what they're doing down there i don't know what you know recruits they brought in i because i obviously wasn't going to pay attention to an acc school but holy crap do they look good i've got to watch one of their games this year that's true uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take coastal cover but i'm taking the under oh okay just you don't think someone tells can me put up the points no i think coastal can put up the points i don't think buffalo can no that's fair <laughs> no, no no coastal will just put up all 57 by itself yeah i can totally see the score be, this day be like 52 to 3. yeah i mean it's it was 49 to 22 against kansas last week so i mean they can score points and let's see what week one was uh 52 i mean 52 to 14. i mean granted they're they're not playing they're playing the citadel uh week one but like putting up 52 points is no no laughing matter yeah so i, I think i think coast will win but and they're gonna cover but it's not gonna be like a 70 point blowout and i don't think buffalo will score either uh Number 19, Arizona State versus number 23, BYU. Arizona State is 2-0, but 0-2 against the spread, and BYU is 2-0 and 1-1 against the spread. It is in Utah. Uh, ASU is minus 4, and the over-under is 51. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with ASU. You to win, but I don't think they're gonna cover. And I also don't think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be under fifty-one. So audacious pick, but yeah, I'm going with that. I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. It's gonna be decided by a okay, field goal. Um... I, I think ASU will cover, and I think it's the over will hit. So ASU put up 41 and 37 in their first two games. BYU scored 24 and 26. Uh, these two teams can kind of score, more so Arizona State, but yeah, give me, give me ASU. Uh, Good choice. Your game. Your game that you're going to, Penn State versus Auburn. Both teams Why are two and zero. Woo! Both teams are two and zero against the spread. It's at Penn State at seven thirty. Penn State is only minus five for this over under of fifty three. Kiernan, I don't even have to ask. Who do you have? What do you have for the over under? Uh, under. I I feel I I don't think that there's going to be a lot of points this game. Give me Penn State to cover. And give me the over. I think Bo Nix is going to be rattled by the whiteout. He's actually playing a decent team this time. Uh, the defense is actually going up against another FBS Power 5 program. Give me the over, but it's going to be all Nittany Lions all night. Love to hear it. Fucking love to hear it. Let's go. I it's gonna be a bad week for it's this this podcast is not gonna be as informative next week as I will be on the tailgate fields all day with zero service. So I'm gonna do my best to catch up with the games on Sunday, but there are zero promises coming from me. 
I'll take notes for you and send them over. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That place is a fucking dead zone. I can't get a signal worth of shit. <laughs> that's fair. And that's allowed. We would rather have you go to the game than yeah, have you not go and actually pay attention. Yeah, it's firsthand accounts, you know? That's what that's what brings the life to this show. It's firsthand accounts. Tough shit for exactly. you, uh, Mr. Alabama man. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and then our final game of the week, number one, Alabama versus number 11, Florida. Alabama is 2-0, 1-1 against the spread. Florida's 2-0, 0-2 against the spread because Alabama didn't cover against Mercer because there's a 53-and-a-half-point spread, and we only won by, like, 40. Uh, Alabama is my – oh, it's in the swamp. Uh, Alabama is minus 14-and-a-half. Over-under is 59. Give me Alabama to cover and give me the over. Yep, I'll take the same. I mean, Miami at home barely beat Appalachian State last week, 25-23. And you know, it look it looked apart from apart from uh, what does that have to do with Florida? Oh shit, I'm talking about the wrong team. <laughs> My bad. Yes. Yes, you are. Cut that out. Yeah, I was I was you. thinking about I was thinking about like uh Miami. I go, oh yeah, Miami, Florida. That's that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, no. So talk about Florida. All right, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'll take I'll take uh, Bama to win, Bama to cover, and over fifty nine points. It's going to be a high high flying offenses on either side. Going to be a lot of points on the board. I'm thinking like I'm thinking you know close to seventy points on the board for these two teams. It's going to be mad fun. Yeah, especially. Uh, who was their linebacker? They just announced a linebacker was out. Um, I just had it up. I forget what his name was. That's fun. So their starting middle linebacker is out. I know for a fact. I'm just trying to pull up his name real quick. Will Anderson for Alabama is uh, questionable. They're not sure. Uh, Henry Tuoto played last week, so he's back. Uh, forget who the Florida linebacker is who's out. I saw it earlier. Well, one of Florida's starting middle linebackers out. That's very professional of us, but I cannot remember his name for the life of me. That's fine. So, Kiernan, uh, do you have any games that you're going to be watching this week and actually paying attention to outside of the Penn State game that you will be at? Uh, I'd have to say it's probably the Alabama Florida game only because it's you know two top 25 teams going after one another uh I think I think it's going to be like a lot of fun I think it's going to be a shootout uh so it looks to be looks to be a fun game that's true the Penn State game is the one I'm going to be paying attention to outside of Alabama yeah because I and here's here's the here's the funny thing it's it's not because it's Penn State playing. It's because Kevin wants Auburn to be slapped, just absolutely demolished. Because you know it'll prove the point that you know uh, 
Auburn does not deserve a top 25 spot, you know, after beating two FCS teams or whatever, whatever they were. And they'll get knocked out of the standing. That's all this is. He has no love for for Penn state. He has no love for me. It's just purely to watch at Auburn lose. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something (laughs) wrong with that? Yeah, no, no. I'm just. I'm merely stating, stating a fact, uh, stating an observation. Uh, I mean, you were rooting for Oregon last week. You don't care if they go if, if they lose every game the rest of the way. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm riding the high. That's all I'm doing. True. So, Kieran, anything to leave us off on? going to be a shorter episode this week because as i said i'm on vacation i don't want to be doing this fair enough um is is the pack 12 back is like that's that that'll be our outstanding question for the rest of the year can the can the i mean i get that pack 12 will start playing you know in conference games and there you know there might be you know one or two out of conference games but will those you know will those conference out of conference games result in a Pac-12 win will uh, you know? Will Oregon possibly challenge for um, at least a playoff you know contention? We'll see. Uh, it'd be fun to see them in there. I th- I think you know if they keep up that sort of pressure that they probably would deserve it. But uh, but we will we'll have to wait until later dates. If, I mean, if they fall off the face of the earth, oh well. But. That's that's true. Uh, I I have something I want to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. The reason I was moving as long is I have a rant that oh, I want to. Uh, so this weekend, as we all know, was uh, Patriots versus Dolphins, the Here Alabama quarterback bowl, <laughs> and everyone points out how Alabama quarterbacks don't. Don't work out on the pros. Uh, you know why that bothers me, Kiernan? Uh, let me guess. It's because there's like three Alabama quarterbacks currently playing. Outside Two. of Tua and Mac Jones, can you tell me the last Alabama quarterback to go in the first round? Oh, uh, I almost want to say... AJ McCarron, but I don't think that's right. AJ McCarron was a fifth round pick, so no. Oh shit. All right. He was fifth round, really? God damn. I yes. Richard wow. Todd. The nineteen seventy-six NFL draft. And the reason I bring this up is because I have another school that I think is the prime example of players not working out in the NFL. What is it? Or uh, their quarterbacks. USC. Outside of Carson Palmer, who was 2000, I'm going to give you just a list of quarterbacks taken in the NFL draft by each of these teams. So 2003, Carson Palmer. Matt Castle was a seventh rounder. He doesn't count because that would go. 2006, Matt Leinart, 10th overall. John David Booty in the fifth. Mark Sanchez in the first in 2005. Matt Barkley in the fourth in 2013. Cody Kessler in the third in 2016. Sam Darnold, third overall in 2018. 
how many of those guys hit? One. Carson Palmer. Yeah, yeah, apart from him. Can you tell me which of those quarterbacks after Carson Palmer has the most Pro Bowl appearances? Uh, I couldn't. Is it? Is this what? Is this like some obscure like fact factoid thing? Because I literally don't know the answer to any of these. It's Matt Castle. Okay. The seventh round pick has one Pro Bowl appearance, which is more than Mark Sanchez, John David Booty, Matt Leinart, and every other guy I just mentioned, and Sam Darnold. So your so your point is here that you know Alabama quarterbacks not working out is is. Not even remotely, yeah, but they're close not to... us because they know. No, it's true, but they like no one expects them to work out. They're like since two thousand. You have Brody Croyle in the third round in two thousand six. You have Greg McElroy in the seventh in two thousand eleven. You have AJ McCarron in the fifth in twenty fourteen. Then you have Tua in the first and Mac Jones in the first. That's it from two thousand since two thousand onward. So I think it's ridiculous. People are like, oh, Alabama quarterbacks don't work out in the NFL. Yeah, and we know that. They were a run-heavy team. We know that. And that's also ignoring Jake Coker and Blake Sims, who both went undrafted. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I hate that narrative, yeah. and we need to stop it. So if anybody is looking for the real bust quarterbacks, you should be looking at USC, not not Alabama. Go to Southern California. Look at that team. Because the only reason people say Alabama quarterbacks don't work out in the NFL is because they don't want Alabama to be good at everything. Yeah, that's right. That's Guess fun. what? We know how to use a quarterback now. Y'all are screwed. It's going to be wild. Roll time. How many points How many points is Alabama putting up this week? Just alone. Not, a, not over or under. Just, just... 69. Nice. That's our show for the week. Um, check, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Quad Tailgate. Uh, check out bellyupsports.com. I think I have to put a plug in here at the end. And also, if you want some great sunglasses, did you see the Eli's Places clip from earlier today? Uh, no, Karen? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to look at it. So he was interviewing Nick Saban, and he had some sunglasses on. Those sunglasses were from yeetsofficial.com. If you want a pair to look like two-time Super Bowl MVP and Ole Miss legend Eli Manning, head over to yeetsofficial.com, promo code TAILGATE for 10% off your order. And they're fire. My dog ate two pairs. After trying for three times, he finally destroyed them, so I had to order some new ones. They're coming in this week. I am excited. Promo code TAILGATE, 10% off your order. Cannon, do you have anything? I got nothing. Go Penn State. Go by Yeats. Good. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors rossy, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Daddy. She liked the party off Molly, but Cardi let it get. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 